one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Hello and welcome to Saving Lives in Slow Motion. Now, today's episode is a bit unusual. Um, it's off the cuff and it's about grief. Now, the reason it's off the cuff is because um, I very recently lost my father and I think it's important to talk about grief and bereavement because it's something I'm going through quite acutely at the moment. And I have a lot of things that have been in my mind for the last few weeks which are quite random but all interconnected for example what it's like to be um, a sick inpatient in hospital and what that involves also what constitutes a good death in hospital and and have to say on the record I think my dad did have um, a good end to his life but also as a GP I've seen so much grief and bereavement over the years um and but this is the first time I've experienced it and it's you know it's exactly as people say nothing quite prepares you for it um and I'm I'm talking from the point of view as uh, a son who's lost a parent but of course there are lots of different types of grief people lose siblings or even children you know and I, I to me that is unthinkable so I'm I'm just going to sort of free form, which is what I like to do anyway on on the pod. And as always, there will be some links that you can look at um, in the show notes, uh, which I think is important. Uh, the first thing I'd, I'd like to sort of acknowledge, I think, is that certainly as a medic, my framework for grief, what we were taught years ago, was the Kubler Ross model of grief, which is often known as dabda which is denial anger bargaining depression and acceptance and i I remember in the the very early days whenever there was a situation where someone had passed away and and i was talking to a relative i would i would almost have that in, in in my head in the background and find it very difficult and and quite awkward i have to say in terms of knowing what the right thing is to say to a, a a bereaved relative I don't think that gets any easier actually as, as time goes on and I've noticed since losing my dad actually that, that, that people handle that information in different ways so I've had a huge amount of um, support from really good friends and, and family and then 
actually not not as great support from some people who I thought might be more supportive. But that's not anyone's fault. It's just that everyone deals with the issue differently. Um, and a lot of people just don't know what to say and they're looking for an out in the conversation. And I've noticed that quite a lot, which is fine. It's just an observation and I'm sure I've been exactly the same when on the other side of of, of the coin. There's also um, an element of, of how... Um, you prepare for grief. So it, actually, in my my dad's case, he had been quite unwell for six or seven weeks, and I think I'd, I'd come I'd come round to thinking, look, this is this is probably not going to end well, and he very well may end up um, not recovering and coming out of hospital, and that was always in the back of my mind. So as a as a family, I think we were quite prepared that he he was possibly going to deteriorate which is exactly what happened so in that sense compared to an, a sudden unexpected death where there's absolutely no warning um we were blessed in in some ways because everything i needed to say to dad um all of the kind of um you know re- remembering the good times and saying I love you and I thank you and all of that stuff. I was very lucky because I got to do that and I think that is a real blessing and I know a lot of people aren't able to do that. What makes things very difficult, I think, is that there's just so much to do when you're trying to grieve. You, you don't really have much chance to get your head around it. You know, you have to suddenly register the death and there's death certificates and there's probate and informing you know the bank and all all of this sort of admin stuff and it it keeps you busy in inverted commas that's a phrase that I hear quite a a lot of Um, and then of course planning the funeral uh, which is also um, difficult because you're you know you're suddenly arranging something that is well, it's something you know is going to happen usually, you know, because we, we sort of, you know, all of us die. But it's 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 tough. It's really hard. It's almost, and, and it, it sounds silly saying this, but you have to, you know, we have to arrange, obviously, a wake and um, invite people. It, it, very similar to what you do if, you, if you've been married, you know, when you're arranging a wedding, except the energy is totally different and the emotion that goes alongside it is totally different. And actually the day of the funeral, I found, you know, we we were, well, in between arranging the funeral and the day of the funeral, there's this massive feeling of tension. Um, Don't really know what to do with yourself. I certainly didn't. Um, And, you know, kind of milling around the house. Um, Again, lots of stuff to do in terms of form filling, but it's hard to do that when you're in anticipation of the funeral and and you know the funeral itself was was wonderful it was so emotional because you're suddenly you know my brother and I did the eulogy and you're suddenly facing people that you've not seen in many years or you should have been seeing more regularly and just because everyone's busy you haven't you know your best friends and family in the world are suddenly there and then um, one of my dad's friends did a lovely tribute to him, which was very emotional. 
and also you find out things about your loved one that you you, you never knew um we, you know for example my dad was famed for his abilities as a mentor and so many people have come out and said oh if it wasn't for him I would never have got that job or if it wasn't for your dad I'd never have passed this exam or oh I turned up at one one chap actually turned up at dad's place of work the Royal Sussex County Hospital in in Brighton where he he worked and you know for 25 years or, or more as a consultant and in fact that's where he passed away as well but um, many years ago, someone actually turned up there and asked career advice. And my dad sort of came out of his clinic, spent half an hour with him and gave him some guidance. And now this person is extremely successful in in a field that he hadn't thought about going into. So, you know, those things are wonderful to hear. And I think that's been one of the, the joys of grief in a way. Um, it sounds odd saying that that there are moments of joy, but but there there definitely are. Of course, the world carries on, and work is busy, and everything and everyone else doesn't really stop. So, at some point, uh, you know, business as usual. Uh, which is a phrase I hate actually, but needs to, to to recommence. But I mean, I know people who've had to have several months off in order to just recover from the immediate aftermath of a bereavement. And you know, that doesn't mean that it's all over. It, it, it's odd as, as a practitioner, I obviously I've had to sort of partly counsel patients, although I'm not qualified in bereavement counselling, Um but be there for them in terms of support and and i guess you know one of the things i've noticed is that bereavement and grief is 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 very much a wave you just don't know how you're going to feel day to day so for me i feel quite sad in the mornings i think um but then as the day goes on not so much and what's helped me is i think one of the um things about a loved one passing away is that they're with you forever once they have gone um and on, on a spiritual level you know dad is just with us all the time now and although mum is still very much around my worries you know these fleeting worries about oh you know what's going to happen when you know if dad if this happens to dad or if dad does this or you know all, all those worries are gone now because they're not relevant but he is sort of around forever it's, it's a really odd feeling I was trying to explain to someone the other day that actually I can predict exactly what my dad would say you know whatever I'm doing or wherever I am if dad was you know if I'm in the garden and I'm moving um the garden bench um, if dad was around I know what he would be thinking or saying you know and, and it's it's a it's wonderful in a way and and in a, in a way uh, you know he's he's more in my thoughts now than he ever was when he was alive which is of, of course makes sense because he's he's not around he's never coming back um, physically so um, yeah and, and and I'm sure that that rings true to anyone else who's lost um, a loved one um, that palpable feeling that they are with you I think it's also brought 
into sharp focus things that are really important in my life and people who are important. I think that's part of the grief and bereavement process and and I've noticed I've become a lot more essentialist in terms of what I will do, what I won't do and what I'll tolerate because ultimately the most important thing that we have in life is time and I really believe that more than ever now. It's also making me much more mindful as a parent myself. And, hey, you know, no no parent is perfect. Um, and, but, you know, I was very lucky. And when I think that, in my own dad's case, his, his father passed away when he was two, so he, he didn't have um, a, a dad character at home at all. Um, he did a, a really good job. Um for which I'm grateful and you know we're all doing our best and I'm I'm really going to sort of be mindful about being a better dad I think because you know there is something there is something particularly I think if you're the older son and your your father passes away you are you are sort of stepping into something that is that I can't quite put into words but you know it's almost like the buck stops with you now in terms of the family and you know all, all those things where I might have thought oh no dad knows that or dad'll sort that out you know that suddenly falls to you um on both a superficial level as well as um you know the the bigger picture in terms of what it means when a generation passes I think the thing that's really helped me the most is just the the massive outpouring of support. I've had so many kind messages, cards, flowers. Um, it, it's been really overwhelming, but incredibly strengthening, I think is the word I'd use, because you need a lot of strength emotionally, physically, to... to just to get through this period as for the future and and what happens I don't think anyone ever gets over grief this idea of moving on is nonsense in my opinion you never sort of move on from bereavement Um, and my take on this is that I want to make sure that I spend quality time with the people that are important to me and make sure that I'm up to date with everything they're doing. You just never know when your time's up. And ultimately, you know, Dad had a, a, a good life, a great life. Um, and we've got to be thankful for that as a family. So I hope you don't mind that was quite self-indulgent, really. But just my musings on grief and some thoughts um, from both sides of the coin. I am going to post some links so that you can have a look at you know some theories around grief and also some other types of grief like transgenerational grief which I think are very interesting and you know I just like to dedicate this episode to my dad who really you know could have written a book about his life in terms of his humble roots to where he got is quite 
some achievement. Um, and yeah, he was an amazing man. Uh, love you, miss you. That's my dad, of course, uh, not not you, the listeners. But um, to to you, the listeners, thank you for listening. And I will be with you again in a couple of weeks' time. I hope that's been of some use and um, you're able to reflect on some of the themes. Take care. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.